And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast, brought to you by the Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Seitz. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. At DFF underscore Madman. And Shane Manila. At DFF underscore Shane. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Jeremy has moved his camera so that all we could see is his eyeballs. Like, uh, like who is that? That Mr. Wilson or what was it? Yeah, <laughs> Wilson on, uh, you know, Tim, the tool man, Taylor's neighbor. All you saw over the fence was his, you know, the top of his head. That's what you look like. <laughs> hey, you know what was really funny? We got a lot of comments this week saying last week's show was one of the funniest shows ever. <laughs> and I think the innuendos kept going through Twitter and through DM chats uh, over the week. Uh, we got shade too. Someone was like, oh, well. If you, you know, if that's what you're looking no. for, I want information. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, we would, if you actually listen to this show, we have plenty of information. We talk I plenty of fantasy. I just ignored that guy. I figured I he wasn't talking to us. You know, it's me, so I can't really ignore anything um, that anyone says ever. Um, so Nice. Well, the, yeah, so, the I mean, I re- just wear it, right? I, I, <laughs> it doesn't I re- fit, so. I responded politely, though. Yes, you did. Like, no, we have we've pl- we're very informative, you know. Just because we don't want to be well, this isn't the tweet, but I mean, I basically <laughs> just said <clears throat> we're very informative. Um, I try to make sure every show that we do, we give a little life lessons or fantasy football lessons in there. Um, you know, talk about player value, but uh, you know, just because it's a podcast um, and it's fantasy football doesn't mean that I, you know, that I have to sound like I'm waiting to f- die. <laughs> And and how amazing is it that we're on episode ninety nine? <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully you took my advice and you downloaded the songs, and we already opened with ninety nine problems, and we're going to close out with another ninety nine themed song. So that's and I'll be cool. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know if this is the forty second or forty third or forty fourth episode this year because I lost track when we were keeping track of how many episodes in this year, but it is definitely episode nine. Uh, of all time. Yeah, Podbean tells us that. That's yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's how I know too. Sometimes when I'm putting the show up on the site, I'm like, wait, what f-ing episode is this? I go straight to Podbean and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I uploaded. So anyway, no I uploaded. So I changed the number. No one every time. wants to hear about the, the negative Nancy from last week either. Yeah, well, hey. Our show's, what? Our show is great. <laughs> Okay, so we've we've talked about uh, tanking and we've talked about being at the top. And today we're going to talk about being in the middle. However, before we do that, we're going to go over some news brought to you by Rotoassurance. Go to rotoassurance.com, get 20% off your player's insurance by putting in the code DYNASTYTRADESHQ, all in caps. So do we have a lot of news? Oh, there's some news, but this is my favorite news that has ever existed, ever, anywhere. <laughs> okay. So... You know, Trent Williams reported to the Redskins, oof, I hate saying that word, to the uh, Washington racial slurs <laughs> on, um, okay. he reported 10 minutes or 20 minutes before, uh, basically he had 10 minutes, he had right. until uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day it was, yesterday, Tuesday to report where he wanted to crew a year. Um, so he took his physical today and he failed his physical, but do you want to know why? <laughs> sure. Why? Sure. It's because he has a helmet. His helmet hurt him. So he has to find a new helmet or playing pain. Wait, 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 wait. You could fail a physical because your helmet doesn't fit? <laughs> Williams reportedly passed all parts of his physical until he tried on his helmet post-scalp surgery, which is considered part of the aforementioned physical because he had surgery on his head. You remember, oh. part of the reason people think he's, he held out is because Washington's doctors almost killed him um, by <laughs> yeah. misdiagnosing a growth in his <laughs> head oh my god um, so yeah i guess this is his first time he was wearing a football helmet and uh it hurt um, <laughs> it hurt so, yeah the nfl football is, hurts yeah the nfl is going to give them two weeks to find him a helmet um and if not then he's going to have to be placed on the nfi the non-football injury, injury list yeah. wow yeah. so but in two weeks well, you would so imagine they could find him a helmet you would think well you know? i imagine not because he doesn't want to play for them ever again oh yeah that's why i love this because he probably put the helmet on and was like ow ow <laughs> ow ow I, so I, love today. I guess it's true if he wanted to play he just would have kept his mouth shut and didn't say anything um exactly. you know what when people you know washington's medical staff is uh dubious at best 
Um, Alex Smith almost lost his leg. Darius Geis yeah, has had multiple injuries <laughs> or, or multiple surgeries. Um, geez, there's only two off the top of my head. Almost killing Trent Williams. That's a big one. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so they're not good. And, you know, the other, the other injury, well, it's not even really an injury, but the other piece of news that we had there is about Andy Dalton being benched. But I thought it was funny because it goes along with your story. They were Everybody was saying that they have a bye this week, but they announced that he's going to be benched yesterday, which was his birthday. So they announced it on his birthday that he was Another getting benched in two weeks. There. Yeah, they could have waited one day or they could have waited after the weekend, but they announced it two weeks early, but they announced it on his birthday. Yeah, that yes. team's got problems. So I think I've shared this story with you before, but that's like a girl dumping you on Valentine's <laughs> Day, which has actually happened to me when I was younger. I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, I got dumped by the same girl um, on Valentine's Day twice and not in consecutive years. Oh, my God. There was like a four-year span. <laughs> Why would you stay? What the hell's wrong No, he didn't with stay. No, 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 he I went back. He went back to her. No, no, yeah, yeah. It was like we dated and then uh, <laughs> split up and then, uh, you know, went our separate ways, met up again, started dating again, and she dumped me on uh, Valentine's Day. So that's basically... Basically, <laughs> what the uh, the Bengals did, what the Bengals will do, and they they told the guy on his f-ing birthday during a bye week. <laughs> that's why I thought, I don't, they, they don't practice this week. Like, what was the point of that? I know that's why I thought it was funny, and everybody kept uh, mentioning it on Twitter. But do you think there's any value in uh, Finley? Sure, I, he's gonna play I, football. I, yeah, I, I tried to pick him up. He's actually owned in pretty much every league. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a starting quarterback, so sure, there's value. I picked up Brandon Allen in a bunch of leagues. <laughs> Same reason I picked up Matt Moore, Devlin Hodges, Gardner Minshew, Mason Rudolph. If you're a quarterback in a super flex league, you hold value. It's funny. you. I don't remember who you won today in waivers in the listener league. You won somebody. I don't remember who it was. But as soon as waivers went through, then uh, Justin went in and picked up every single quarterback that was left on waivers. He picked up guys that retired I know. weeks ago. He picked up Paxton Lynch. I went, he <laughs> retired, dude. I, my, phone, my phone kept dinging, 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 and I saw it was him picking up quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. And he's, he's already in last place in that league, too. <laughs> But he still didn't pick up Nathan Peterman, which I think is funny. He picked up a retired guy before a guy that's <laughs> yeah, on the not, injury. But not a backup quarterback for the Raiders, right? <laughs> Peterman's on the IR. Yeah, he's on IR. Uh, in theory, he's coming back next year. Paxton Lynch retired, right? Or was that Brock Osweiler? <laughs> Brock retired? Osweiler retired. Paxton uh, Lynch is just terrible and never play again. <laughs> Damn, that was a good move. <laughs> Move, oh my God! I just thought it was funny because all those uh, quarterbacks are picked up right after you won somebody in waivers. I don't even know who I won. I just picked up enough guys so I can have like twenty six players on the roster because you you saw I traded absolutely. I just yesterday made the final trade, giving up uh, Kirk Cousins and Curtis Samuel and Tyler Boyd for uh, I don't know what was it three first rounders, four yeah. first rounders. Yeah, you got and a second. You got four first rounders in a second. So I was doing the math. I have eight first rounders and four second rounders, I think, over the next two years. So if you're going to tank, that's the way to do it. <laughs> you know, and it's For funny. Sure, who Who is TJ Jones, the wide receiver? Oh, from is, he used to be with Detroit. I think he's with the Giants yeah. now. I'm just saying because that's who you picked up off of waivers, and it says FA, and it doesn't say the team. So I just thought it was funny because you were making uh, fun he's of not even on the team. I'm just picking <laughs> literal bodies up. Well, I mean, in that league, and it's a super flex league, you know who I'm starting a quarterback this week. <laughs> I, uh, I, I either going to be Colt McCoy or Drew Locke, who is on the uh, injured reserve. So it'll probably be Colt McCoy. Because I guess there's a theoretical chance of him playing. Uh, <laughs> it is you know, kind of funny. to go down with a concussion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the other bit of news that you did add here, we added at the last minute because we were talking about it prior to going on the show because of a trade offer I got. But uh, Brandon Cooks got another concussion. Yeah. So what I read, this is his. Uh, it's either his fourth or his fifth. Um, he's had two this season. He had one in week five. Uh, so one in week five, one in week, I want to say eight. Was that last I week? I think you have more information than his doctor does, dude. What else? <laughs> he was also, uh, when the Eagles um, won the greatest Super Bowl that's ever been played, 
Um, he got absolutely blasted by Malcolm Jenkins early in that game and got a concussion. And there was one more floating out there. So he had four. I don't know where the fourth one, when that was. But, yeah, he's had two in the span of, what, four weeks. So that's not good. If you remember, Sterling Shepard um, kind of went through the same thing a few weeks back. And he's, you know, he hasn't played since. So he's seeing a concussion specialist, and they're going to try to figure out what's wrong. Why does he keep having them? And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he keeps having concussions because he plays football. Because he keeps getting hit in the head? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it, that's the thing when people are like, oh, well, we're going to see if there's any way to prevent these. Well, again, no, not unless you can find a way to make the brain stationary inside your skull. So at this point, it's just uh, I, I'm, I'm off. If someone gives me even a second rounder, I'm out. Um, I'm, you know, I live in Philly, grew up in Philly, and uh, I dealt with, uh, or not dealt with, but you know, I lived here obviously when we had Eric Lindros, who could have been a, one of the greatest hockey players of all time, except that he had a concussion every, I don't even know, the guy had just so many concussions, and Blitz just picked up Nathan Peterman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I just picked up Nathan Peterman while you were so, talking. So yeah, I, um, I mean, me personally, I'm I'm selling him for a second round pick or better, and I don't really care if it's selling low because, um, and I don't want to steal from the fantasy footballers, but um, you know they mentioned it on their show today that he's in that spot where the next concussion he gets it could be the last, and even if it's not, you're you're still looking at he's probably going to miss multiple games, not just one game. Yeah, and and the reason we even brought it up was because uh, in that league, I'm in first place at seven and one, and Russ is in first place at seven and one, and he sent me an offer this morning of Brandon Cooks for Darius Geis and Darius Slayton, and that's why we were talking about that going into the show, and then that's when we came up with all the information about Brandon Cooks. But I I I declined that trade from the email, which I never do. Yeah, you shouldn't decline or accept trades from your phone. I never you do. Go the MFL because I I I do that, um, and then I have to meekly jump into someone's DMs like I didn't mean to accept that. Did you send that back to me, good sir? Yeah, I never do it from the phone, but when I saw it, I knew for sure there was no chance I was going to do it. But speaking of that, Jeremy Jeremy accepted a trade in his sleep at four o'clock in the morning somehow. Me, yeah, I'm around that I actually offered that trade to Brian who um in it i forgot about it and I, I saw it at four in the morning I'm like, i didn't accept this trade well i got it reversed he accepted it so i reached oh. out to him i did not want mean to make that trade he goes oh that's the one you sent to me i'm like oh holy shit i didn't know it was still out there and then the same day i accidentally accepted a trade from shane i'm like you know what i gotta put this phone away just forget it i'm not i'm not doing anything today i tried to do some football stuff and i just kept messing up i was having like a day you know that time shane sent me a trade and he's like and i was like awesome shane and i finally made a trade we've never done that before and it was a good trade and he's like man i made a mistake can you send that trade back to me? <laughs> oh, man, you're heartbroken. And I started doing that. And I've never done that before, man. That was the, that was the same exact conversation we had um, when me and Jeremy made the trade. Uh, I I saw that he hit accept. Uh, the trade alert came through. So I DM'd him. I was like, we made a trade. And then uh, I got a DM like four minutes later. Like, dude, I, I didn't mean to accept that. And I'm like, all right. The only comment I saw about it was like uh, something about how uh, Duke Johnson was on my roster less time than some some player. I don't remember the joke. I was like, man, quit, quit it, quit it. Don't dog on me. It's funny I too because that that makes a lot more sense then because you were trying to say that you accepted it in your sleep at four o'clock in the morning and like, I didn't did understand I that. Did I fall asleep with my email open and I accidentally hit that and like you know accepted? How did this happen? Duh! You sent the trade offer out and forgot you did it. Yeah, so sometimes you get those kind of offers. And like we talked about, you know, being a um, a tanking team, and then we talked about being a top team, kind of like I am with yeah. Russ this week. But this week we're going to talk about those teams that are in the middle. So before we do that, though, let's hear from the from our website, DynastyFootballFactory.com, and the deal that you could get right now with uh, DraftKings. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Debbie, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership 
unlocks it all. And annual memberships are free. That's right, we've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free. Just go to DynastyFootballFactory.com shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo. Sign up for your DraftKings account, deposit just $20, and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free Factory Sports annual membership. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. So act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. So if you like Dynasty football, redraft football, and you like DFS, um, that's a pretty good deal. Deposit $20, uh, you open up an account with DraftKings, they give you $10 in DK bucks, not BK bucks. So don't try to take those to Burger King. Um, They give you $10 in DK bucks. Um, and a free membership to Dynasty Football Factory, uh, a.k.a. Factory Sports, um, where you can find all of my writing, um, which is pretty essential. That's that's well worth the price anyway. So go to deposit $20. And if you live in Iowa, I understand that DraftKings has just opened up business there. So when you make that initial deposit, make sure you use the link from our website. Oh, um, and then you get, like I said, you get a membership to our site for a year. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, there are still states where you can't do DraftKings. I didn't realize that. Um, all right. So listen, you, Shane, wrote this up on the show sheet uh, about what do you do with teams that are in the middle? I know what my answer is, and I'm sure Jeremy knows what his answer is, and you probably know what your answer is. But the question you asked was, what do you do with teams that are in the middle of the standings or just outside of playoff spots in your leagues? So just what is it that you do? Spot. You know what? Just outside of playoff spots is more interesting to talk about. Again, tell me, what do you do? Say you're the... Say you're, let's see, it's a 12 team and you're, you're the eight seed right now. Oh, it, it's easy. What I would do. I wouldn't, I never, ever f-ing give up. I would never give up. I'm going to play until it's mathematically impossible for me to make the playoffs. So I'll keep making trades. I'll keep doing the waiver wire. I, I don't, I don't, to me, it doesn't make any sense to give up. I understand that some people say, okay, fine. I guess I'm, my team's not that good, but I keep f-ing trying and trying and trying. That's just the way I look at it. I don't ever want to give up, especially it's to me, it's actually more fun to do the waiver wire and do the trades to try to make sure that I make it into the playoffs. Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, unless you're mathematically out of it, you may as well keep, keep going. I mean, I can't live in fear and and give up too soon um, on your team. Plus, you know, we're cut from old school cloth too, Mike, like, you know, it, you know, do your best, try, you know, you, you're still in it. You could, you might still win it if your team turns around and wins all the rest of the games. And it's fun to kind of try for that um, and, and keep competing. I'm competitive in, in these things. I like to keep competing. So unless I'm like the worst team in the league, like I was in the Debbie League, uh, I'm not going to cash it in. I mean, when it's clear that I'm so many points out of it that I have no, no real shot at anything, then of course, you know, I need to start looking to next year. It's, um, it's out of my hands. I, I'm just too far out of it. But you know, in head-to-head leagues. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm I'm gonna stick with it as long as I can, and you know we're getting close, right? Halfway point of the season here in a couple of weeks, you're gonna know whether you're in the playoffs or not. Um, but as a middling team, I, I think you keep going, um, and then you know, hope I, I try to have enough young players though too, where it's not all or nothing. Like if I don't win this year, I'm just never gonna win again. You know, um, I try to have a balance of player ages. And so hopefully I'll be back next year. You know, I think it's also what you said, too. We're only at what week we're going into week nine. So we've only played eight weeks. So there's still time. Well, we're already we're way past half half point of the season. <laughs> 17 weeks, dude. I mean, of NFL. Well, yeah. no, no, well, I guess I mean, for saying, fantasy, the there's 13. Begin. Yeah, there's 13 right. of the regular season. But 14, still, yeah. but still, you said if you were what was the record you said? Like you're right eight in the middle there. Eight. What was the record you said? Oh, I said if you were say the eighth seed. Yeah, the eighth uh, seed. Well, so I mean, you still have a chance. Six teams make it, maybe. But you know, six teams make it. You're kind of on the bubble still. But I, I get what you're saying. What are you going to do if you're one of those middle teams? I, does it really change that much? Uh, you're you're going to try to make the trades that make your team stronger. You know, going forward, probably trade away some of your blue chips, older veteran players to teams that are trying to win now. I mean, not. I don't know that it changes a ton for me. I'm probably doing one of two things. I'm either you know, trying to win this year even more, or I'm thinking about the future even more. One of the, one of the two, no matter where I'm at, middle, top, bottom. I think it's more important to uh, pick one 
lane and go through through it instead of trying to play both sides of the fence. Well, I think I think it's uh, it's just like anything else. Even with all our trades, we talk about every league is different and and the makeup of the teams are different. Uh, but it right. just it's just hard. Maybe maybe Jeremy's right. Maybe it is old school thinking or whatever. But it's just hard for me to completely just give up. But I don't think like, you have to be all or nothing about it either. Like what Shane, it's, your it's comment still, you just made, Shane, is like you have to make up your mind. Well, yeah, I'm making up my mind that I'm going to better my team and still try to kick some ass this yeah. year and take some teams down with them with me, maybe knock them out of the playoffs. But I'm not going to hurt my team. I'm still looking at next year somehow. Well, that's the other thing, too. With a lot of these leagues, somehow, I don't know how we did it, but a lot of these leagues, we we have a big financial stake in them. Even if it is, you know, obviously that, that big league is different. But, like, some of these leagues we had to pay two years in advance and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't want to completely screw up the whole team for that. But... Like Shane's doing, Shane, you were are in in the listener league. You were already way mathematically out of it. So you've done so many trades that you have all these picks, and then mm. you're gonna totally rebuild your team. But I think in week nine, if you still have like you're only two spots out of it, if there's a big enough gap, then maybe you're right. If the gap is so huge between eight and six, then maybe you have to think about it then too. But if but usually there's not that big of a gap that you could still try to make some trades and try to do something. I don't know. I that's that's just my mentality, too, Mike. Yeah, and I think that's 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 fair. And if you keep a good baseline and you have some, you know, young up and coming receivers who are maybe just just getting at their maybe not even their peak, like guys like Godwin and Galladay that are just kind of starting their careers. Um, if you have a good baseline of talent on your team, you've drafted well, you've traded well. And then, you know, oh, I've got Julio Jones and Tom Brady, which, you know, I've had on plenty of teams. Um, you know, I just got rid of Gronkowski. Not think of it as rebuilding, but just like, you know, like some of the better real-life dynasties. Reload. Like, how can I backfill Julio Jones' spot, get some of those points? How do I backfill Rob Gronkowski? How do I backfill Tom Brady? And you might not be able to do it exactly, but come up with an approximate way to – you know, get those points somehow and keep your team competitive. I think there are a lot of a lot of ways to do it. And if you started out trying to win off the top, like from your startup draft, you know, to now, you should really kind of be able to reload and keep your team at least at the edge of the playoffs year after year or in it. You know, honestly, I mean, unless you really something up. <laughs> One of the things I will say, and it's the, it was the next thing that Shane had written on here was trade with okay. a purpose. But yeah. uh, if you are one of those people that are trying to get over that hump to make it in there, when you're making some of these trades to to do it, make the trades with the people behind you, not with the people in front of you, <laughs> you know, right. you know, it's some of those teams that are out of it or whatever, because if you make a trade to try to better your team, but you better one of the ones in front of you, then you're making it harder for you to make that leap of those two, the, you know, the two spots that he's talking about, at least yeah, in this, in this scenario. Team, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. why, and that, Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I mean, that was my, uh, I thought I brought that point up last week, or at least I meant to, I, I feel the same way when you're at the top, I don't want to trade with the teams in the middle because the, I'm helping no. them, con you know what I mean? Like I'm helping them either, you know, even though I think I might win the trade, you know, we don't know what's going to happen that season. Say I trade for that player and then he breaks his leg. Um, anything can happen. So either way, like uh, if I trade with the team in the middle, like I could get double screwed. Like yeah. they could then did that player could underperform the player I traded to them could overperform. Yeah. And then we can meet in the playoffs and then they beat me. And yeah, the only reason they made the playoffs. Competition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that, yeah. that's the hardest part. Even the trades that you've been making Shane in the listener league, or at least the ones I sent out, it was always to those bottom three or four guys that are, that are at the bottom. You know, I w I was never sending out trades to some of the people at the top part, sure. but you have to look at that. And there's a lot of people that will just send out trades just to send out trades. And at this point, you have to be a little bit more strategic. I think we work with one of them. No, no, no. But uh, but I'm well, saying. No, because it, but he's trade alert. Uh, okay, what's the trade? So, uh, While we're talking. <laughs> yeah. So the whole point of the the trade with the purpose. Um, uh -huh. I'll get I'll get back to the more fun trades. Um, this isn't a fun <laughs> trade that I made. This is just one of those trades you make. So I'm in I think third place in this league. Uh, a lot of points. Whatever. 
So I gave up, and then we made a trade later, me and the same guy. Okay. I should try to finish. So I'm going to do a new thing. I'm going to finish the first sentence before I start yeah, the new one that. in the middle of it. <laughs> I think that would help our listeners. So here, let's yeah. try this again. Sometimes, even when I'm editing the show, sometimes I look at it, I'm like, I'm listening, I'm like, wait, did that make sense? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an incredible thing that I, I, it just dawned on me, like, why am I starting sentences in the middle of the other sentence that I haven't finished? Anyway, so... Uh, this particular league, it's a one quarterback league that I'm doing well in, which is rare because I usually blow in one quarterback leagues. Okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so I'm doing well. I'm a top three seed, but I'm, I'm fairly thin. Um, so I was offered Adrian Peterson, Demarius Thomas, and Greg Olson for a 2023rd. So I took that. Demarius Thomas and what? It, I don't see Adrian that on Peterson here. and Greg Olson. Well, if you look at the here, it is. I see it. I see it. It's all the way down here at the bottom. Yeah. So it's actually trade three now because I, I, I've played with the show sheet as I want to do while it's going on because I think it's fun to make you search for things. So anyway, because um, I'm old, like you said, well, and I, I have progressives. Ask, Shane, this this is one of the trades that you were. Um, these are some of the trades that you wanted to talk about as a, a mid tier team making moves then. No, I, I didn't want to even talk about mid-tier t- stuff today. I was just asking. That was just general questions. It's okay. in bold letters right under show, okay. and it says mid-tier. That's So I thought that's what you wanted to talk about. Uh, so, I'm sorry. I should have bulleted that. That should be a bullet. Okay. Oh, my God. Whatever. Listen, it's a good topic. So say it again. So Agent Peterson, Demarius Thomas, and Greg Olson for a third-round pick. Which the side 20th, were you? 23rd. Uh, I, okay, so I'm a top three team. Uh-huh. Uh, so which side do you think I'm on there, Michael? Well, I would assume that you gave up the third for those three players. So I, but I don't understand. That's, that's a great trade. <laughs> I mean, you gave up a third round pick, which I don't give a crap about. And you got three players that you may or may not be able to stick in your lineup every single week when we have all these bye weeks and injuries and stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing. We have the bipocalypse coming up where there's six teams, six, six, yep. not 16. Six yep. teams on by. It's crazy. Um, and it might be next week or the next. I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, so I mean, but he's just trying to get rookie picks. Like his sure. team, he, he and I mean, these assets aren't going to do him any good. What, what is he going to do with them? Like he could try to hold on to them all, and probably he'd be better served holding on to them and selling them off piece by piece. I think so. But when you do that, <laughs> like, are you even going to give a fourth for Demarius Thomas? No, no, that's why I'm saying. I think it's a good trade for you to do that. To You got three pieces for a third-round pick. And, yeah, maybe he could have got, like, three fourth-round picks, but I guess he'd rather have the third, you know? So. Because yeah, four, four third-round, three fourth-round picks, I don't, I, don't know. I don't know if that's better than one third-round. They're, they're all bad. So it's week 10 is the bipocalypse. So is that what it is? Yeah. Week 10? Yeah, we got Denver, Houston, Jacksonville, New England, uh, the Eagles, and Washington all on a bye. Jesus. Yeah, and then the next two weeks after that, we have um, four teams on a bye, which cracks me up about this. Is is in week eight and week five, two teams on a bye. Like, what, what the f- are you doing, NFL? <laughs> you not know math? In most of my leagues, week nine and week twelve were my big bye weeks, where a lot of the players that I have are on those uh, those bye weeks. Um, no, I think that's a great trade. I, I would, I would have accepted that right away, but wait, yeah. did, but that's three players for a pick. So didn't you also have to drop players? No, my roster, we have fairly deep benches and, oh. um, I didn't, I didn't have all my roster spots filled because the waiver wire is absolute, just fucking putrid. Baron. Same, yeah, like same. I, I know when people are like, Oh, you should, you should have, you know, all your roster spots should be filled. No. Now, you know, it's like the guys that you're like, oh, I remember him five years ago. Like, <laughs> Seth Duvall? Yeah, he's going to break out. It's just the terrible players. Like, Brashard Perryman's not available. Josh Doxton is own. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Yeah, even um, in the Listener League, most of the 16 teams have a full 30-man roster, but you only have 23 players on your team. Well, I did trade, <laughs> like, you know, I traded three players uh, yesterday, and then I traded, like, I've just been trading and trading and trading and trading. Yeah, it's been fun. It's a fun, it's a fun league. Jeez. So why don't we talk about the trade you got here from Kaboom, and what's his name? Kaboom. Um, so Kaboom... Um, Gave up Kiki Kuti 
um, and Travis Kelsey and what's his name gave up Marquise Brown a 2022nd a 2021 first holy and a 2021 first all right so two firsts a second mm-hmm. and Marquise Brown for Travis Kelsey 2021 firsts right so which one are you Jeremy which one is Shane <laughs> um the one that lost the trade I don't know. <laughs> Because right. so you don't I'm know gonna... what the trade is. So anyway, he wasn't paying attention. So, <laughs> I know, so, that's why. <laughs> this is one of those, uh, this team is currently in the eight seed. Uh-huh. Um, decided oh. to make a run for it. Um, so, what's, his what's his name has to be yeah. your team. Yeah, of course. So it goes along just... with what we, when you asked us earlier, if we were the eighth spot. Mm, yeah. So it's, yeah, exactly that. So it's um, start two tight ends. Oh, um, shit. And yeah, I've been running Noah Fant. And some combination of Josh Hill, Dawson Knox, uh, any random tight end that you can think I, of. I out see there. a trend with you and eleven to start rookie tight ends, man. I don't know what it is. I, uh, yeah, so so that that wasn't going well. So yeah, I, I'm replacing um, zero points with whatever basically Travis Kelsey gives me every week because the tight end position was dead for me see now this is the kind of thing we were talking about when you gave out the the scenario of us being in the eighth seed in Mm. a in a league where you have to start two tight ends you gave up uh future first you're right because both of those firsts are 2021 firsts um and a second next year and marquise brown but you got travis kelsey one of the best tight ends there is so then you have a set it and forget it player in a position that's very difficult to fill when you have to start two um and that could be yeah. and just to give you an idea of like the, the type of uh tight ends that are available on the waiver wire um there is max williams uh nick boyle ryan is mercedes lewis cj uzuma who was actually on my team at some point this year as was nick vanette and Derek carrier um thomas logan it's not good it's not good bob so <laughs> Yeah, that, that was pretty much a trade. <laughs> Logan Thomas. Yeah. Oh yeah, the longtime Buffalo guy. guy that yeah, not on. not. I know you were thinking of Logan uh, Wolverine, not Logan Wolverine. Thomas. Oh, that'd be so cool if it was Wolverine. <laughs> right. Um, It'd be really cool. If Wolverine <laughs> was a tight end in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he's way too short to be a tight end. He he's very well, small. He also yeah. has metal. Claws. so i think he could he could figure it out he could be a running back uh well right. so at that point you know i'm like well I, I still feel like i need more right right i need more that's not enough that doesn't satiate my needs um so i gave up Paris campbell uh-huh calvin ridley kahala warring <laughs> holly uh cal cal that's warring he knows I, the that tight end for houston yeah, tight end for Houston that hasn't played yet. And that was it. And I got back Christopher Carson <sighs> and Trevor yeah. Davis. No, I love that trade too. So you gave away in the same league, you gave away Paris Campbell, Calvin Ridley, that tight end from Houston, and Marquise Brown and some mm-hmm. picks. And you got Chris Carson and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> And right. you were in that eighth spot, and you're trying to get over that hump to make yep. the playoffs. See, you're still trying to win. You're not giving up yet. Way to yeah. go, dude. That's I'm in that eighth spot. I don't – in this particular league, like, I haven't made the playoffs in – I don't know. It might have been two years or whatever. I'm just like, sometimes you just feel like, F- this. I um, I like both you know of them. I mean? You're like, I'm, not, I'm going for it. Like, I don't give a f-. – like, no, you know what? Yeah. And the way I look at it with these two players, like, yes, Travis Kelsey is – He's a depreciating asset at this point. He's no longer the top tight end. I think we could say that, right? Okay, so George Kittle is now the tight end one. He's still, but he's still, you know, even after this season, I think he'll still be looked at as a top five tight end in a two tight Are you end talking league. Talking about Kelsey? Yes, yeah, Travis Kelsey. Still up there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be rash. It's been you know eight games and they lost their starting quarterback. I, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang up the cleats on him yet based I, on his I, age. No, or but else. you I know, points wise, but just saying the opposite. By the way, points uh, wise, but, Austin Hooper is number one and Travis Kelsey is number two. So right. yeah, I wouldn't put Hooper at one overall. No, Dynasty. I'm saying points I, wise. I, I got you. I got you. But I would put Kittle above him because you know Kittle's 24 and I think Kittle's better than Austin Hooper, even though I lo- like Austin Hooper. 
Yeah, Austin. However you feel about it, I mean, the point remains you're talking about one of the top tight ends in the league. Correct. You're just splitting hairs otherwise. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 year over year very, very good. So, yeah, he did well. At the worst, at the end of the year, he's a top five. So if if it doesn't work work out for me, I could always sell him again. And then Chris Carson, you know, we've talked about him before. I think he's still got at least – another year of being the starter um because they're such not a pessimist man you're talking about travis Kelsey. like if it doesn't work out for me what the f- are you talking about well but what he means is is if he if he doesn't if he doesn't make it into the playoffs then he could turn around and flip him to somebody else yeah, I'm not saying like Travis Kelsey is going to die on the field or anything. God forbid. I'm just saying, you already won. Make the playoffs. See, see, and that's another thing too. We didn't really talk about that when we were talking about the middling teams, but that is another thing to to consider. If you make those trades now in week nine and ten and eleven or whatever, and then it doesn't work out for you, you're right. Depending on the players that you get, you have the opportunity to flip those guys to some of those guys that are making that push to death definitely win you know we still got a whole offseason i mean it's dynasty we, we know these things work in cycles there'll be time that these guys have value again and it might not be during you know draft season because we know that 2020 draft picks are worth their weight in gold but... yeah but i'm saying even in season you might be able to flip you may have traded away two 2021 firsts to get Kelsey, but then in two weeks from now, if you lose again, you might be able to get 2020 firsts for him from a team. Yeah, I get what you're saying, and that's not going to happen. I'm going to win. I'm going to dominate. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but you're the one who said if it didn't work out. That's all I'm no, saying. No, you're I'm... being pessimistic, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> you. I, I was it's going to work out fine, man. You just picked up some players that are very valuable even if you don't make the playoffs. Oh, my it's God. Like, yeah, that, that's all. That, and that's my thing. Whenever I make moves <laughs> like this, even when I'm trying to make a run for it, I don't want to be picking up guys that are only going to have value for this year if I'm going to pay up. And yeah. I hate up for these guys. Um, I can't figure out the scoring. I'm looking at the scoring. It's not making sense to me. But Christopher Carson, Christopher Carson <laughs> has uh, easily lapped uh, Calvin Ridley by about 40 points. I wonder if that's just normal. So you're in a league that you can't figure out the scoring system for your running backs? No, I can I I can see them. It says the rules, but I don't think they're right. I think someone may, changed them on me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so we do have one last trade here on the sheet, and it's an FFPC trade. And uh oh. And before yeah. you talk about it, tell people what the FFPC is for those who don't know. It's a fantasy football players championship. But you know what? Before that, Mike. Yeah. I want to talk to you about something super important. Oh. Is it what you're stroking on your face? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. pretty good. <laughs> I've been using my Fox City Beard Company products. Uh-huh. And, uh, my beard feeling pretty nice, pretty <laughs> smooth. It's not itching me. Um, it's looking pretty good, growing well. So don't forget, our beards are way too important to put any old product in it the same way you won't throw just any player in your lineup. Welcome to Fox City. Using all organic oils, we boost the hormones your skin needs to grow a thicker, fuller, and longer beard with the natural shine and amazing scent that will get everyone's attention. Uh, Give Fox City a try by visiting foxcitybeard.com and use the promo code DHQ, capital letters, to get a 20%, uh, what do you call that, discount. (laughs) Give Fox City a try by visiting foxcitybeard.com and use the promo code DHQ to get a extra 20% off and free shipping through November. And you know, Christmas and Hanukkah are coming up. So, Oh my God, you're right. If you have a dad, a husband, boyfriend, or a girlfriend with a strong beard, <laughs> um, this makes a great gift for them. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, so go check that out. Fox city or foxcitybeard.com. Use the promo code DHQ. And your beard or your loved one's beard will be looking as good as mine. You know, it's so funny. I saw that joke coming a mile away. So talk about that FFPC trade. <laughs> Look, I'm nothing if not obvious. I am going to, if you think I'm going to do it, I'm probably going to do it. I thought you were going to do it. Go ahead. So this is an FFPC league. It is, oddly enough, this is another one quarterback league that I'm doing well in. Um <laughs> Okay. Which is funny. The super flex. Oh, I got a super flex league on there. I'm just getting fucking crushed. But that, that doesn't matter. So for this particular league, I gave up Christopher Herndon, and I got back Naheem 
Hines in a 2022nd. And again, you know, Jeremy, there Great used work. to be, yeah, there was, used to be a time, Jeremy, where we'd be like, God, what is he doing? You know, and I now know. all these trades, either that or he's just not writing the trades that we don't like anymore. He's only showing us the ones we like. I, I just put right. on the ones on here that are worth talking about. Um, <laughs> I got, I, I still lose trades. You know, I look at trades and I go, oh, I got smoked on this but whatever i'll put it on there if it serves the purposes of the show remember we're trying to inform we're not just talking heads here to be funny we're here to inform <laughs> there's a purpose behind this not that we're responding to anybody or anything <laughs> um, whatever it's all in jest hey i got a trade alert while we're talking like while we're uh, doing the show i just got a trade alert in the listener league from alex Alex just sent me a trade offer. Trade alert. <laughs> so it's it's like we've said before many times. It's a 16-team league, so it's very difficult to even get starters. Um, he's offering me Mark Walton and Kyle Rudolph, and then I give him Dawson Knox and Josh Oliver. Well, Kyle Rudolph is garbage. Yes. <laughs> um, and I didn't hear the first player. Mark Walton, the the new starting running back for the Dolphins that got a whopping nine Josh points Oliver this week. And, and Dawson, Dawson Knox. Knox. Yeah. And Mark, I mean, Mark Walton's a rental, obviously, because yeah. I, I, I can't imagine Miami's going to go to uh, war with him next year as their starting running back. I do like Mark Walton, though, even though he fumbled uh, on, what was that, Monday night? Yeah. Um... I already know my answer, and it's my trade. But Jeremy, what are you saying? While well, Shane's doing uh, his own, don't don't do it. Yeah, I figured not to do it. Also, but I mean, especially in a in a sixteen team league, it's hard to get players. But to get a starting tight end, it's hard. And right. I yeah. mean, yep. Dawson, they're both rookies, and usually you don't really care that much about a rookie tight end. But I mean, Dawson Knox has flashed a few times, and Josh Oliver just be began to play this past week right so um yeah 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 now yeah his and you know those guys take a while you were prepared when you drafted tight ends to wait um you know to let them and we have time in this league because there's nothing on the waiver wire so you're just gonna have to hold on to those guys on taxi as long as you can and uh you know maybe promote one if he starts playing but you you knew you were in this one for the long run with those tight ends right and i think they're both gonna be pretty good players i really do I got both of them in the third round of our rookie draft in a 16 team league in a third round. That's, that's pretty hard to do, but, and also had one pick in that rookie draft. I mean, maybe two, I traded into it to get I did Terry t- McLaurin. And um, I don't think I was able to do anything else. In this draft. I, I traded in I two. Pissed. I didn't have any picks either, but I traded in to get Devin Singletary and those two tight ends. That was the reason I traded in. And the funny thing is, you know, Shane, we've talked about it before, too. When you look at trades, sometimes you have to look at your roster also. And really, even if I would consider that trade, Mark Walton wouldn't even make it into my starting lineup, you know, right now. Because I've got Fournette and Singletary and Gurley and um, and uh, what there was another one I had. Uh, Chris Thompson and Mike Evans and Stefan Diggs and Kenny Galladay. So I probably yeah, wouldn't well, even if you're use. You're not even going to start the guy. Then yeah. Forget it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I declined it, but it's just interesting that it happens while we're talking. And there's also a trade still sitting in your box between you and I. Between me and you. Yeah. I, oh, I countered it. I know, but you didn't decline the one that was in there. Well, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> so, so you're anyway, supposed so, to decline it. What is it? So, it, it was a Zach Pascal in a. Fifth no, no, round. No, it's a fifth for Zach Pascal. Yeah, but I but I threw him two different players that I have that I'd have to cut anyways. You know, oh, I didn't like either of them. So yeah, I'll, I'll look at that in a little bit. Okay, back to my FFPC trade because yes. I don't like when we don't talk about me. I I, um, I know yes, that. Yes, right? <laughs> that's the worst part of the show. Come on, um, you know. You do that too long. There's a chance I'm just going to wander off. Um, Believe me, Jeremy and I have had this conversation off air before. Oh, no. uh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I can't even lie. So, yeah. So this FFPC league trade. So um, Chris Herndon. Uh, I like Chris Herndon. And everybody knows FFPC leagues are tight end premium, I believe. And if you don't, well, now you know. Um, FFPC leagues are tight end premium. But – I already have Darren Waller and uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah. Um, and I'm flexing one of those two typically every week. Like, there's no way that 
Chris Herndon was ever going to see my starting lineup unless an act of God um, forced me to. Like Jesus Christ would have to come back to, from from wherever he is when he's coming back. I don't know. And be oh like, Shane, you must play Chris Herndon. And then I'd be like, but Jesus, I mean, he's really not that good. And he'd be like, I'm Jesus. You got to put him in. And I'd be like, all right, well, you're Jesus. What can I say? My Jeremy, what in, the fuck is he talking about? My wife and kids would be my wife and kids would be very confused because they're Jewish and you know they don't really buy into that whole thing. So oh my god! Awkward. All right, well, so, so I have think... fun editing that. So anyway, so <laughs> the way I look at it is is that second round pick. Hopefully, uh-huh. I can take that second round pick. Yeah. Um, and pair that with something with one of the uh, the teams on the bottom, uh, as I like to call them, the losers. And see, no, sorry, that's terrible. Uh, the team's on the bottom and see if I can entice them. Um, I tried that today. Uh, I made an offer. I offered a guy, Darius Geis, a second, and Preston Williams for Marlon Mack. And he sent back a novella of why he did not like that oh, offer. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> that thing was so long. <laughs> it was it was War and Peace plus the Bible. What was that for? Oh, my God. Yeah, Jeremy, when you get a chance, go to our Patreon. Hey, yeah, mention about our Patreon. But in the Patreon chat, Shane shared the response from the person that Shane sent a trade to. And it's this ginormous, long response of why he wouldn't do the trade. And and just so you know, I did. I didn't. Their information isn't available. All I left was the messaging. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. It was. It, it was j- all he shared with everybody was what he the wrote. The name was withheld to yeah. protect the guilty. But it just was really, really long. But but if you think about it, was it, no less than three hundred and sixty-four pages. Oh my god! It was a thesis. <laughs> um, but it, I think there was polls involved. <laughs> no, there was it no was... polls, but it was really interesting though that it showed how much thought that that person put into the fact that you sent him that trade. And and wrong <laughs> thought at that. That's yeah. the incredible part. <laughs> and it, like it's not it's okay to think. I guess lots of people think that much and they're wrong. But like he put so much effort into being wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I listen, and if you're listening to our, if you're listening to hey, the show, I, we hope you listen and we love you. I know, and I, and like I said, regardless of whether the wording was correct or not, it was very thought provoking of what he did right. But yeah, I Jeremy, take never, a look. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you, I could not ever pen that much about a trade offer that someone sent me. <laughs> We've talked about it on the show before about biting your tongue and trying not to respond to somebody, but that it was a very long response. Yes, definitely. And I did respond and I just responded. There is no way in the world that any combination of the players that you offered me would outscore the two players that you were attempting to uh, abscond from me. Oh my God. So listen, do we have any other trades? Nah, we don't. Whatever. So go become a patron um, because we're going to go tape another episode. We do have some trades that we're going to talk about on the patron episode, and we'll get into a little strategy talk. And look, patrons get an episode a week. Uh, they get this show uncensored, so you're going to hear the whole conversation that Michael cut out of this. <laughs> When you hear five minutes of dead air and wonder why. They won't um, hear five minutes of dead air. They will just have no just, idea that I cut it out. <laughs> oh, that's I See, I just assumed like it's just like a blank dead space. And oh. people are just hitting forward on their tape cassettes. I'm so glad you have so doing. much faith in me then. <laughs> oh. All right. So they're not hitting forward on their tape cassettes. All right. Well, no. whatever. So, yeah, you should go become a patron. You get the uncensored version of this show, which is well worth it because it's not just dirty words. There's other things that are said that are um, not safe for work, probably. Yeah, even last also, week, even last yeah, week when people said it was one of the funniest shows, there was stuff that the patrons heard that was, <laughs> that oh. that the iTunes people didn't get to hear. <laughs> yeah. But wait, before we do talk about all the last stuff, we did need to hear from the Scouting Academy also. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs 
and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. All right, so, yeah, Scout Academy is awesome. Uh, before you know it, it's going to be draft season, so you're going to want to learn, to, you know, when you're looking at tape, what you're actually looking at. So go hit up the Scouting Academy link on our website. Save yourself $50. You know, maybe. On the next semester. This is October, the end of October. I mean, what, in two days it's November. We Maybe we should do a show coming up about when it is time to start looking at those rookie picks and rookie players and all that kind of stuff. Cause I'm looking at them every week. We, yeah. I'm I, saying. I, I read our Debbie writers yeah. and uh, I, I pick their brains from time to time. We're getting so. close to that. So go check out our website, dynastyfootballfactory.com. You can see the Debbie writers, like Shane said, you can see some of the other content that we have there. Join like my weekly waiver wire article. when I told you to pick up Ryan Finley like four weeks ago. Yeah. There you, you go. Listen, or, you know, when I told Listen. you to pick up Matt Moore like a month and a half ago before Mahomes was injured. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So go check that out. Check out our iTunes account. Give us a rate and review. Check out our... And our next episode's 100. <sighs> um, so I'm going to need you all to... First of all, we're going to need some more patrons um, so we can throw this 100 episode, episode bash like in style. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, so become a patron and make sure you give us a rating and review on iTunes. And sh- I don't even give a fuck if you uh, review it anymore. Just go hit that five star and call it a day. Hey, and it it's a little whiles away, but Jeremy and I already talked about it. And maybe we should start throwing it out there that the NFL draft is in Vegas this year. And we all want to go out there to, to Vegas for the draft and do some live shows and everything. So if uh, anybody needs some time to set some travel arrangements everybody get out to vegas at the end of april and let's uh, have some fun out there so oh. what do you mean oh <laughs> it's gonna be fun all right well thanks for listening and uh we're gonna go do a patreon account and we will talk to you guys next week see you guys next week say bye shane bye shane